Welcome to episode 9 of the Peripatetic Podcast. This one is coming to you from a sauna next to Kaosan Street in Bangkok. That's right, Bangkok, not Ho Chi Minh City. So for the third time in my life, I've been within days, within hours of going to Vietnam, only to have something happen that prevents me from going. The first time was six years ago. I was going to go um, after Nepal, and then I got called back for my military service. So that trip didn't happen. And then a couple weeks ago, I talked about on the show not having a visa. This time, I was overly paranoid, had my visa ready, everything was ready. Just one problem. There's this, like, some sort of virus going around, and all Koreans, my girlfriend's Korean, and all Koreans are barred from entering Vietnam due to this virus. So, and of course, I'm, I'm downplaying. Of course, I know it's the coronavirus. It's a big deal. Everyone's wearing masks over here. Everyone's worried in the airports and stuff like that. Um, so anyways, yeah, Koreans not allowed to go to Vietnam. And so I did not go to Vietnam. Um, so yeah, I'm in Bangkok. And up until about... 24 hours before getting here I thought I was going to be in Ho Chi Minh so this is all spur of the moment which is is part of the fun you divert your trips rapidly and flex rapidly so uh, my episode image this week is going to be a carving from Angkor Wat I started the week in Siem Reap and the amazing temples of Angkor Wat and I'm also, I also launched a, an Instagram account, so it's Peripatetic Podcast, all one word is the Instagram handle, so all the images will be posted on there from now on, and uh, yeah, it'll be a, a way to connect and follow and, and get the updates, I'll post once a week when I release the episodes, along with the image. So yeah, it's a, I picked a, a carving because the temples are amazing and huge, and that's the iconic picture of Cambodia as a whole but that's the iconic picture that you always see of Angkor Wat and the amazing thing though really is the details because every single surface is covered in these intricate carvings like whether it's Buddhas or Hindu gods or these little dancing ladies or just patterns there's these amazingly tiny details and Angkor Wat is a, by the way, it was built in the 12th century. So the it was the center. Angkor Wat is one temple. It's the, the center of the um, Khmer kingdom at the time, the Khmer empire, rather. And the people refer to it as Angkor Wat, but there's actually a, a ton of temples in that area. There's dozens of them. I don't even know how many. And we spent an entire day... You can buy a one-day pass, a three-day pass, or a seven-day pass. So that gives you an idea of just how big and how much to explore there is. And we just did a one-day pass, hired a tuk-tuk driver for $15 for the day, and he took us to all the spots, all the, all the main temples, and walked around each temple for 20 minutes to an hour, and then he'd drive us to the next one. And just amazing. Just they're so big that me talking about it won't even do it justice so look at some of these pictures but really 
and I've I've seen so many temples that it's like I almost didn't even want to go. I almost skipped Siem Reap, but it's worth it because it's just so much bigger than anything else I've seen, and so much more detailed. And you can tell it was an incredible civilization that was there. So, anyways, um, yeah, these temples are eight hundred years old, and I don't know when they stopped being used by the Khmers, but it was rediscovered by a French guy who was hacking his way through the, the Cambodian jungle in the 1860s, and he, he stumbled upon all these magnificent temples. And then ever since then, there's been, it's been a sort of an ongoing uh, restoration project. And they're in, they're in great shape. You can walk on a lot of them and see the, the temples, how they looked 800 years ago. It's really, really incredible. All built out of stone. So yeah, did that and returned to Phnom Penh. Had had my last few days there at the cafe and hanging out with the people I've met along the way and um, said goodbye to them the other day and then took a plane, a really easy, really cheap one-hour flight to Bangkok. We basically like took off and then before you knew it, we were on the ground in Bangkok. So it was really nice and refreshing to not have a, a lost day of jet lag and you know it's, it's really nice when you can arrive in your next destination on the same day and be feeling fully healthy so that was a, a refreshing change compared to my last few trips but yeah here I am in Thailand first impressions this is my second time here first time in Bangkok because the last time I was here I was out in like a re- really rural area that was last year and um yeah bangkok is it's a little bit of a culture shock from cambodia even because it's so much cleaner here it's so much more developed it's i don't know a lot of a lot of really good street food I already had some good pad thai got some some cheap smoothies really good fruit just buy it anywhere on the side of the road and yeah big fan so far i think i'm gonna have a lot of fun here as far as what happens from here? I don't know. I maybe I'm here for a couple of weeks. Maybe I go to another country. Maybe I it, to be determined. So obviously this is all spur of the moment happening, unfolding as it goes. So I'll give you more next week. Thanks for listening.